0: right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah okay but we're still debating about the whole mixed mic thing, right you know exactly that's that's the ultimate thing. I still either really want to well you know what screw it. I have Tuesdays off so that's I mean yeah come cause on. there's
1: not many all-female run open <laughs> mics you know what I mean <laughs> exactly and that's that's
0: part yes, of the yes we yeah. need more of those yeah. um is Broad City still happening at brainwash no. No. They
1: moved over to the Soma Street Food Park, and then this most recent one got canceled that I was supposed to be mm. But, um.
0: Yeah, ladies, we need more, like, we just need more female comedians to really kind of wash out all the, uh, like, how much dick there is. Just, <laughs> we're swimming in yeah. dicks. It's just too yeah. much. Uh, we need more females up in here. Um, uh, but I'm really thankful to have Valerie here. Um, Valerie, if I could ask you, since this podcast is books and blunts if if you guys didn't know I don't think I gave a proper introduction um it's just about my two favorite things in the world um which is marijuana and uh reading books yeah. um but I kind of what I would like to is ask, ask each guest what their relationship to uh smoking weed is and we kind of talked about that earlier but yeah i mean like uh i went to private school mm. so like we i think like private
1: high school so it was like when i was around 16 maybe is when i smoked weed for the first time but
0: i did shrooms first <laughs> oh that was my, my first drug <laughs> pam, pam, <laughs> pam benjamin is cheering as she's drinking her beer yeah
1: so <laughs> shrooms was my first introduction into drugs because i was super anti-drug wow because i had family members who had been oh addicting. same same yeah and yeah. so i was like "Fuck drugs blah, blah blah and i'd do presentations on it and then i don't know what i watched it said something said like you can't knock it till you try it and so I was like fuck it we're gonna try it <laughs> and then my friend was like okay so we're doing shrooms and then she was like well I don't feel comfortable with you doing shrooms for your first time so do the shrooms then you're gonna smoke weed and then have a cigarette and then I projectile vomiting yeah. on her floor. Um, but it was still fun as fuck I bet yeah so then that's when I started smoking weed
0: okay and then now yeah. you're, you're kind of you're not as much of a stoner as like as, as I am I mean when I was in college I mean it was every
1: day every day it was right? like I ain't doing nothing without <laughs> my fucking and i had my pipes you know what i mean yeah. i had like, my bumblebee pipe that was like yellow but you know it was yeah just, you
0: got your pieces yeah. yeah and i got
1: pieces like i went to amsterdam when i was in college oh like a couple God, times like been. trying to be like a faux drug mule you know what i mean <laughs> for myself you know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah but yeah. yeah like i don't know i i love weed and then it was just like um Because I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder my junior year, and then they you know they put you on all the stuff, and then I tried to smoke weed and it just didn't feel the same. Huh. But then now I'm not on the same amount of of the stuff. Yeah. So it's like I don't know how to get back into that relationship. I feel like things have like progressed so far in terms of like the strains and everything. Like I just remember OG Kush. That was the only (laughs) fucking thing I would smoke. I'd be like I could do my whole day.
0: Oh yeah with og kush yeah it's now now and i get my stuff delivered to me yeah this is what is like so incredible about the new world of marijuana that we're gonna be exploring on this podcast is that like i can just go on my phone Uh and just be like looking through a menu Mm -hmm. that and they take it apart by um for even people who don't know what the difference between Sativa and indica is, they yeah. just put like a little sun by it or a little night like moon. Yeah. So it's like, this is what makes you stay awake and like yeah. Yeah, go to sleep. But you can just order it and they deliver it to you. And so today I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to do books and blends. I'm going to get a fat pre-roll. Mm-hmm. And you can just order mm-hmm. a pre-roll for $5 and they just bring it to you. Yeah. and do a background. It's like Grubhub for weed.
1: Yeah, but back in the day, do you remember? Oh, like, I you remember. You had to have a friend who dated the yeah, drug dealer. Yeah,
0: And then they would lay it all out and they yep. would be like, we're just going to like smoke all this to test it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, just to make yeah. sure that you don't die. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember, um, well, my brothers are much older than me, but they... Um, there's such an age difference in my family that I was like in the corner, like with, you know, a game boy playing Pokemon while my brothers were like getting high in the parking lot of Rayleighs, <laughs> very paranoid. Like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. so the paranoia is just now starting to leave me of being afraid. Like the cops are yeah. like, I don't yeah. think that even, Yeah. that's still sometimes. No, actually I don't care. Yeah. I work on hate street.
1: Yeah. But yeah huh but yeah the paranoia thing happened to me and i i was never like that no i would i wouldn't give a fuck and then it was just like
0: <laughs> fuck dude like i have no idea like are they gonna take me away All that yeah shit. I, like, uh, I know and i yeah. and what's funny is i use it a lot of the time too um and i was you know i might have talked about it when we were on that last podcast um so they call. So they call me Tim. Yes. Um, that I was diagnosed with bipolar as well, mm-hmm. um, and you know major anxiety and all this. Um, and I use it to ease my anxiety, mm-hmm. but sometimes if i'm in a mood like it'll be the opposite and i'll be like Mm. they know yeah um but then i crawl into my stoner brain and tell myself that they don't yeah um because what (laughs) a lesson that i learned while working at brainwash because like everybody there especially when you're working at night is either like you know like a lot of the comedians are either drunk or stoned yeah Um, when people would, I'd be like, Oh my God, this guy is being so freaking weird to me. (laughs) I think he's mad at me and I just don't. And then somebody would be like, honey, they're just stoned. I'd be like, Oh, um, is that nobody really actually fully. No, it was I'm I don't know. Like I worked on Heat Street today, or no, it was last night. And this girl came in, and it was like you're obviously stoned because she was digging for her change, mm-hmm. and then halfway through digging through her change, and I was just standing there and just waiting. She goes, Are you okay? <laughs> yeah are you, like wholeheartedly are you okay yeah uh, and I was like, I'm definitely fine um yeah. by the way, it's 1623 if you have <laughs> um <laughs> yeah but most of the time people people don't know but um I was pretty mellow about it until I had a boyfriend who it's it's funny. He also had bipolar disorder. It's like, I feel like everybody, uh, so many pot smokers who also have BIPO. Um, But he got me into it when I was really young. Um, And now it's like, if I do it every day, it keeps everything else at bay. Like everything else terrible about me. Um, And keeps me fine. Because working in a bookstore can be stressful. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, customer service is I've been working in it for 10 years and it's poopy
1: yeah I, um, I do customer service but it's at home so it's just like they just write they just type up their fucking anger and it's just like dude like really <laughs> that's just the internet you know yeah
0: exactly <laughs> it's like the trolls at my doorstep you know what I mean but God. I can walk away
1: from the computer you can't walk away from customers exactly in all the
0: time. yeah well, like there are tactics I mean of being so nice and giving good customer service, but also not bargaining your pride over it. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I don't know I'm like I don't want to get into cranky customer service because nobody wants to hear about that I actually really love my job but yeah in terms Um, of my relationship with weed right now it's just kind of like I've
1: dabbled and it's like I'm still like trying to go as hard as I used to go and it's like you gotta kind of ease you do your way back into it yeah Yeah. you gotta exactly and you know how it is with bipolar it's just like you overthink every action (laughs) everything you're like am I being weird am I being creepy am I being you know Yeah, And, and everybody's looking
0: at you going you're fine yeah. and you're just like no but I don't on the inside it's just this swirl exactly. of emotion and it's and it. Wh- what's crazy to me is when I'm having um what I call an up day because I don't um, I'm type 2 so it's uh, and for those of you who don't know uh, like about uh, bipolar disorders there are two types yeah. and the first type is like yeah I'm type 1 <laughs> y- yeah you're gonna like wake up and possibly hallucinate and like, r- like my one roommate who had it like uh, thought that the world was ending and tried to rob sports authority be- and, and thought that all hummingbirds were just cameras yeah. um, so like that's a bad day for him um, but like, f- like for me like g- on a good day I won't think about that stuff but it's mostly like yeah overthinking yeah, most of the time yeah. it's just a continuous
1: some people uh, yeah it, it, for most people like i jokingly i tried to make jokes out of bipolar disorder and i was like imagine if you were casting a movie and you were like <laughs> morgan freeman would be amazing for this but we only have the budget for tracy morgan <laughs> like that's the difference between one and two it's just like one like it's just the man
0: mania at manic episode
1: makes it more intense oh yeah but, you know.
0: Yeah, and there's a poet who I should recommend to you who you would really like, mm. and you would actually really like, too, Pam. Um, hold on, let's just say, are you on three or four? You're on three. Let's say I had a Pam real quick.
2: I didn't want to interrupt, but I have, yeah. a, question, I have a question about bipolar. Just Yeah.
0: It. Let it be a You forum. got both types in the building, too. Yeah, you do. Type one, type two, well, type one, type so two. So
2: the, the thing is, that my <laughs> oh, your question about bipolar is how many, how many people did it take <laughs> like coming up to you being like, What's wrong with you? Like, how long did it take um, for? Because oh. people come up to me all the time. They're like, you're bipolar. And I'm like, well, you don't know what bipolar is. I'm not. I'm just manic. I'm just straight manic. It's a totally its yeah, own thing. That's just I'm a not, case of people I'm not over. I'm manic depressive. I'm right. just manic. Yeah. I'm manic all the time. I'm just yeah. totally up. It's so weird. It's totally crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coffee makes me nuts. Right. But And they say, oh, and it, how, many, how <laughs> many armchair psychologists oh. were talking to you? Oh forever going like well I know what the problem is
0: quite a few for me but they were mm. confused cuz mine is intermixed with with ADHD uh, yeah okay. and so and my type is so up and down, up and down. It's mm. it, type two, like, so type one goes like, yeah. and like cra- goes up and it crashes. Yeah. With two, it's like it's cyclical very quickly. Yeah. Um, so like a tornado is a. Yeah, co- I could literally like want to, want to like low key die one day and like the next day be like, my life yeah. is so effing great. And if that's not. Like when I'm stressed It gets yeah. real bad
1: Well bipolar but. 1 is like More varied I mean the the main thing Is like you go th- The thing that defines it Is the manic episode So that's where people go You're not right Because you're doing The hallucinations You're doing hallucinating like Yeah But you're sober You know what I mean right. So I was sober During most of my Manic episodes And so it's like I, I also talked to one counselor and she was like you're gonna be on a lot of meds for a long time of your life and this wasn't even when I was manic or anything she just said something's wrong with you Yeah. Um, and then one psychiatrist uh, that's all I really had to see really was um, he was just like you were classic yeah textbook. classic every single thing that they say in a textbook about manic episode I had Yeah. so they were like this is a clear cut case yeah. yeah
2: but what if you're just manic all the time well,
0: well that's something else that's something else because yeah. like you're not like I mentioned my but when we say m- manic also it's clear to be like
1: you know, it, you're not hallucinating all the time. So there's know.
0: people can <laughs> yeah. but people can use manic like just like people can use the word depressed, OCD, yeah. ADHD loosely. Here's
2: here's my question. When you mean hallucinate, do you mean like like I see tracers a lot for no reason? Like I sometimes just
0: if it becomes I see like tracers, right? If it becomes a detriment you. to oh, no, no, you she's
2: pretty. and no, I'm like, oh, I'm a sparkle unicorn child. Like, oh, look, I see tracers. Aren't I that's lucky? That's good. Like, yeah, oh, no, like, no, no. I'm, I'm talking like, about. Oh, look at the aura I see on people's fingertips. Oh this no no is no. no! When we say hallucination, so I mean like
1: a... you see like another human being or another object. Or... I, well,
2: I see ghosts sometimes, but not like scary ghosts. I'm just like, oh, yeah, my that's... ghost, whatever. Oh what are no no! Over there. No.
1: Yeah. Bipolar. Yeah. No. Very different. Like Alan. There's even auditory hallucinations that are Even scary too yeah yeah people
2: talking to you like people, saying valerie
1: or it's like um what happened to me was like okay so like I would are be you okay talking home. about it
0: yeah yeah okay.
1: it's been eight years you oh, know? okay um but yeah i would be walking home and i would see people outside at a party and i would be listening to them talk and they're full adults but they would sound like babies yeah they would start sounding like babies or
0: i would I hear just women who sound like that, but yeah,
1: no, but this was like, yeah, yeah, but it really was like, and also like with hallucinations, it was like, I would look in, I was doing tech for a show and I would look in the closet and it looked like someone kept sweeping back and forth like a human being, but it wasn't you know at all yeah you, Roomba. yeah or like i would see like some uh, like <laughs> a snake wrapping around someone's neck
0: or something like yeah that. Like, like just a thing yeah um and that's kind of what my former roommate had but he, he was a paranoid schizophrenic yeah so um paranoid when paranoid schizophrenia is like uh, it's a whole nother thing because you think everybody uh, like yeah. like what he was I mentioned like thought that every hummingbird was actually a camera yeah wow and well, and, and that's and, an interesting right point, and then yeah. when he was well I know I know some of them I mean tiny
3: GoPros.
0: I don't know if you've seen that black mirror episode with yeah. the bees but it's like yeah
1: yeah yeah I have a cousin who has a uh, paranoid schizophrenia
0: yeah it's really yeah. like and he um, I was basically evicted from my apartment because he like didn't um, I don't know what got in his mind but he thought that I wasn't kosher anymore. It was yeah Um, so there I think it becomes beyond like oh you're just manic when you injure yourself you injure friends or family or you put your life in danger or you try to rob sports authority and think that the apocalypse is going to happen. I think that's uh, when it's an issue but if you're just like I do, I mean if you're just crazy Pam that's just I'm crazy Pam rainbow yeah tracers. cause it could
1: just be you in tune with some shit <laughs> that's just you know
2: crazy Pam I mean? I mean, I'm seeing weird I mean I see weird rainbow tracers I think bitches time. are just yeah. jealous Pam really, really trippy. but the I'm thing cool is saying also saying like right with,
1: uh, yeah. with, with bipolar 1 so like you can have one manic episode and that's it for your whole life right and you're done and some people they rapid cycle, so they may be going on this like it's it's kind of like the bipolar two thing where it's rapid cycling. Yeah. But it's the big, the mania, big one, big depression. Yeah. I've only had one manic episode.
0: And then I'm going to insert a book because, for right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to insert a book into this because she and Valerie, if you haven't read her, Does she it would. Touch by fire. Um. Well, oh. yeah. Ray. Ray. Um. Or. Uh, Redfield. Kay Redfield Jameson. Yes. Yes. She is. wrote an unquiet mind and unquiet she is a, a, Here we go. a she is a I think a, 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 she's a psychiatrist yeah she's a psychiatrist and um, she found out she had bipolar disorder in a way that was so bad like i mean her story was like and then i was doing psychiatry and then i spent all of my money and literally like saw things and almost jumped out my window yeah like that's when yeah it can happen like that or it can happen rapidly my brother has what's called i think it's called unipolar it's when you're Mm. flatline Mm. and then you go down yeah and you go back up to normal but you never go up Mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting
1: Also, yeah. just a recommendation if people want to know more. Stephen Fry did a really good documentary on bipolar disorder because he, he has it. And it's like, it's, you can get How it on YouTube. Yeah, and he goes, and he talks to so many people because the yeah. experiences are so different. It's so broad. and But yeah, his his it's on YouTube. You can check it out. You'll have to Whatever you do, Fry, yeah.
2: don't talk to Paul Sanford about
1: this. Oh, I know. He's talked to me I about it. He's, He's gonna, talked he'll to me about it as and well. And he'll
2: be like, I want to do a show with you.
0: No. With all the people
2: with bipolar. Yeah. And he keeps asking me, Pam, we got to be on the show. I'm like,
0: all the oh, people with bipolar in one room, I would rather just. But then you
1: see like this diversity, though. There, because there, it's there like. Is. You know what I mean? Like people call me high functioning. Like if I don't tell anybody, nobody fucking knows. Well, same, same here actually. Yeah, and they, they always say that one thing, but you seem so normal. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, do you know what's going on up in
0: here? Do don't. you have that, any idea these wheels that are turning? Oh, but yeah. like it makes me happy that you're, I don't know. I feel like so many brilliant artists come out of like crazy or just like just... Well, I used to not tell anybody. I was so embarrassed I know, by but the like, do
2: Do you think yeah. that it's... Do you think it's nature or nurture? Do you think this is a... Oh, a, definitely it's
1: genetics thing partially I think happened? it's both. I don't think I you think can have one without the other. I think it's both as okay. well. Because I didn't find out that it ran in my family oh. until after, oh. when then they start going, oh, yeah, Kenny's got schizophrenia, yep. this person had bipolar disorder, oh. this person was this. It is genetic, yeah. But then it's also like, my childhood was traumatic. Pretty bad, yeah, You know too. what I mean? Like, we were... I, I was a spoiled kid, you know what I mean? Like, we oh had money God, and everything. Oh,
0: my God, me too, and then I won.
1: But it was that just that just tension between like parents and and fighting emotional neglect is yeah emotional neglect along with psychological and we were never like the family that like spanked you know what I mean it was always like we're gonna fucking yell at you until blah 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 and it was just like oh great a lot it's a
0: great way to communicate
1: yeah the psychological (laughs) torture you know
0: um so yeah just real quickly just to break from the BIPO talk because i could really talk about psychological issues forever you're <laughs> tuning into books and blunts every uh every sunday eight to ten at mutiny FM. if you want to give us a call you can um you can call valerie and i we're at 415-550-0511 um pam is also chilling here in and out just making sure that i don't fuck up that's you're great doing great. Thank, great thank you so chilling. much yay um Let's can Valerie, can you so pass me those papers? So just a couple of things I, I did want to talk about um, today regarding a marijuana and B books is let's talk about. Um, this inauguration. Apparently, they're going to be handing out free joints. Shut up. Yeah. Um, And I, okay, so DC Marijuana Advocacy Group, and this is in DC, will legally hand out free marijuana on Inauguration Day. Um, and I got this article from the place that I order from Ease, and they said, <laughs> I was is like, Oh, this is great. trump
2: or anti-Trump?
0: This is anti-Trump. It's, it is. it's anti-Trump. Um, <clears throat> well, I don't, they actually, and, and I haven't read this article, I admit, but I mean, these are, this is a weed delivery company. So it is very much probably against Trump because <laughs> let's face yeah. it. So, um, so here's how it's legal. Uh, in 2014 DC po- DC voters passed initiative 71 this measure made it legal to possess two ounces of marijuana or less and grow it so two ounces or less in DC apparently thank goodness selling marijuana is still legal but giving marijuana freely without exchange of money ma- oh oh it's I'm sorry yeah way, it's yeah. the opposite way selling it is illegal yeah. but giving it away under the two ounces or two ounces or less is without money. Yeah. Totally fine. So, as long as it's not an exchange. Yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah, it's you're it's like, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> No, it's at the inauguration. Are you kidding me? It's a godsend. That's so, that's the weird thing about the DC law that everybody's
1: pissed off about is nobody can make a profit off of it. R- oh, my God. like so like,
2: they, uh, you could totally make a profit off it. You can, on the side of the rolling papers, let Yeah, that's how they're and trying before to do it. Yeah. You spark that shit up, they go, yeah. thank God for ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They just yeah. Paid our back. What?
0: So, um the DC Cannabis Coalition will pass out free cannabis prior to the ceremony. After there will be a march at the national mall to demand the legalization of marijuana on a federal level. Let's hope. Let's seriously hope and pray. Yeah. Do you guys know? We're gonna talk about it so much on this podcast. Um just recently in the 2016 election the citizens of many states opted for change it was legalized in florida arkansas north dakota and montana and recreational marijuana uh was legalized in maine massachusetts nevada and california oh my god i'm so excited but it does remain on the dea's um schedule one uh illegal drug thing which is uh really stupid um but
2: which means it has no medicinal <clears throat> property and it. it has a high. Yeah,
0: it definitely doesn't uh, help your body a, at all or well, your no, mind. That's yeah.
2: They're saying a Schedule One drug means that <clears throat> it has no medicinal value whatsoever and that it has a high level of abuse, which is totally antithetical abuse? to marijuana. Yeah, it's like you a you can't overdose on marijuana, so you're not going to die from it. B Correct. There's tons of great medical things that it does. It's just we haven't spent the money
0: to, to research
2: research because. For 37 years, the government spent money on marijuana, but it was to research all the bad
0: things. Exactly. And
2: not all the good things.
0: There's a- but they've they've been saying that it's good since like the 30s they've which been is saying
2: it's good since 4,000 years ago when yeah. the chinese wrote the first thing
0: that was ever written
2: <laughs> by humans and it was like this right? medical book and they talked about marijuana and used it as a medicinal property they've been using it in india for thousands of years they've been growing it even when new americans came over one of the first laws on the books is that you had to grow hemp next to your corn because it rejuvenated the soil
0: yeah that's actually that's one of the first quotes in my book I I don't think I have it. Oh, it, it's here somewhere. Too high to fail. Too high to fail by Doug Fine. Um, is that it was like Thomas Jefferson or one of our founders was basically like, and we grew the hemp l- crops. And I'm like, yeah. Why are we? T-?
2: The Constitution <laughs> like, our, was written on hemp.
0: I know. That's our agricultural. That's I mean, oh my God. Yeah. Um, ugh. Hemp's the shit, yo. Hemp is the shit. Um, the, uh, Anthony and I went to a um, a cafe the other day. And we were like, oh, let's just try this out in Oakland. And they had, like, Bob Marley hemp tea and then another hemp beverage. And I was like, I like this place somehow better than the other place that we go to. Um, Because hemp. (laughs) Um, Because they sell just hemp beverages and they're nicer to me. Um, And this is the other article that I found. And I just kind of want to talk about, because for me, it is going to be an ongoing process. I don't know everything that there is to know about about marijuana politics, about our economy, what's gonna happen. But that's why I, I kind of wanted to do this podcast as well was to educate myself and other people. Um, but that being said, I'm still very much learning about these things. Um, but this next article I got um, is a uh, traffic fatalities decline in medical marijuana state studies show. Uh, apparently we're careful driver's motion. Uh, new, new data shows a recent decline in deaths from car accidents in states where marijuana is legal. Uh, is marijuana legalization causing a traffic fatalities decline? The study led by Columbia University doctoral student uh, analyzed 1.2 million traffic fatalities across the U.S. from 1985 to 2014. Research showed that on average the amount of fatalities dropped by 11% in states that legalize marijuana. There was a 12% decrease in fatalities in the 25 to 44 year age group, which contains a large percentage of medical marijuana patients. Public safety doesn't decrease with increased access to marijuana, said Benjamin Hansen, economics professor at the University of Oregon in Eugene, and one of the authors of this study. Rather, it improves.
1: Yeah, it all makes sense to me. Yeah. But I feel like the, the, a lot of people are going to treat this like they do climate change. You know what I mean? It's like you either believe in it or you don't. You know what I mean? But so this is what you're fighting is just bullshit at right. a certain
0: point, you know? But at the same time, I mean, I, I totally see what you're saying with, like, studies and, and science and, like, what's going to be blocked and, what's what, like, what's going to be heard um, about marijuana and how it affects people i feel like with weed it's so much more immediate and helpful yeah so those of us who are literally dying inside and all we want is weed oh yeah yeah it's well, like
2: <laughs> but it's anecdotal so what we're saying though is do anecdotal you know first person remembrances and what we're saying now does that count can we say hey I don't feel as anxious when I smoke weed. Yeah. Other people smoke weed, they like, either do I, we, wow, yeah. that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, I, I mean, I guess get... not ultimately, but it's,
2: yeah. And how are we gonna do the case studies? And how do I sign up for those? Because I'd love some government weed yeah. for free. You know I saw that
0: thing. <laughs> like Did you see that thing with
1: NASA's doing where it's like you can like uh, get paid eighteen thousand bucks to like smoke for seventy days in a row or something? We'll what? We'll smoke weed. I, space I've, smoke I've, already, I've already done weed. that. Oh, yeah. Where's my space? money?
0: Where, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey NASA, could you give me a call? Because it's been like all have to It's been. I'm gonna
2: get a space
0: bag. Stack him, up, oh stack him mother, up, stack him up. Uh, stack him
2: up, stack him up. Straight back. Go <laughs> take him, i What's take funny
0: that. is I, I don't even think spice. Charles Kelly knows that, like, <laughs> we talked about him on this podcast or that he was even on it. Uh, that'll be a good surprise someday when I'm like, hey, I don't know if you've heard of this, but, like... <laughs> Yeah. you're on it we all yeah. have a charles hoffa, <laughs> K- kelly impression we all yeah. got an impression <laughs> i just <laughs> think I a Steph of obama just <laughs> st- stuck him up, stuck him up. Uh, the cookie joke mm. oh we love you charles hoffa kelly um i think that was all i had in terms of weed news can we get into the milo ship get into it yeah okay um this might make a lot of people very mad but in a good way. I think the mad, being mad is good. I'm just like, oh, I've been, been mad about it all week. And in fact, when we had the podcast, um, the first episode, I wanted to mention this so badly, but it was like, it was Sunday and we were announcing it Monday. And I was like, oh, I don't want to like, bro-, not like there were tons of people listening, but I was like, oh, I don't want to broadcast the book's yeah. um before then. But I knew what we were doing because we'd been emailing about this all week. So this is what's happening in the book world, which a lot of people don't know still exists. their are publishing houses. There are human beings who work in those publishing houses who work in bookstores, which is like a thousand-year-old trade. And um, people still read like books with words and paper. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys knew this and that Amazon isn't everywhere all the time. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm trying to, to front, is to support your independence. And I work at a really fantastic independent bookstore in The Hate. Um, and we've recently... Uh, we, You know, we caught one quite a while ago about this guy named Milo. Whenever I see this word, it, it messes up my brain. Milo Yiannopoulos. Uh, w- white guy. Waspy. I know that there are so many of those. Uh, there are so many waspy dudes who are white, um, just like Milo. But this guy... Is known as the alt right poster boy. Um, <clears throat> the Hollywood Reporter, after scoring a so he so okay, I'm not even gonna start reading until I explain who Milo is. Milo's this WASPy uh, white guy, very rich, and he's known for trolling people. And I I like I mean he's proud of of his of basically harassment and racism like he's just proud of it and he thinks that it's like he's doing the lord's work which is crazy um i found out about him because he trolled um leslie jones Mm -hmm. on twitter yeah um which like made me literally want to put my fighting gloves on and murder him because (laughs) leslie jones is an angel sent from heaven uh, above and like I'd say one of the oldest women to, to work on SNL, let alone be a, like a woman of color. Like, yeah. And she's just fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, we'll get more into Leslie later, but this guy Milo, he got a um, quarter of a million dollars from a major, major publishing house that um, some of you might know as Simon and Schuster. Mm-hmm. Um, and he bragged about it a lot of the bookstores across the country, like, our job is to supply knowledge and spread that knowledge, whatever it may be. You know, of course supporting free speech, but, like, we are just distributing these ideas, and this guy is fully, like, uh, and and so the bookstore that I work at, The Booksmith, we were emailing back and forth for, like, the entire staff for about a week about what to do, because do you give trolls pleasure from not publishing him or from protesting him because it is or yeah do you do you stand your ground and just say fuck it and like we don't support him and we chose to to just say just fuck it um but here's just a couple of fun super fun things to ignite your guys's internal rage and then we can talk about it and i'd I'd love to just read um what uh, the booksmith sad because we we got quite a bit i mean sort of like local traction which to us was like oh my god um but this is some stuff about milo um his latest celebratory statement given to the hollywood reporter after scoring a reported 2500 hundred dollar book deal from simon and schuster i met up with top execs at simon and schuster earlier in the year and spent half an hour trying to shock them with lewd jokes and outrageous opinions I thought they were going to have me escorted from the building but instead they offered me a wheelbarrow full of money (laughs) continuing his website advertises him as the world's most fabulous supervillain um he's given speeches about uh he's called uh, women sociopathic feminist um claiming that systemic racism and white privilege is bullshit. Um, Which is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, honestly, he's not that different from Rush Limbaugh, Bill O'Reilly, or Ann Coulter. They're all really ignorant people, and a lot of um, large publishing houses have published them. Um, But I think that what's different about Milo For me personally, and I don't know how much you know about it, but just like, uh, this is what this article by, and this is from, for what it's worth, I got this from the Booksmith website, which um, we we took it from L.com. But if there were ever a man whose book should be treated as a weapon, it's this guy's book. Yeah. Um, Because it's not even just a, uh, uh, there are a lot of people who have come to, uh, to to books, uh, come at Booksmith on social media and said like, oh, this isn't... You guys are c- censorship. And I'm like, no. He's so proud of bullying and racism, though, that I don't... Yeah. I mean, that's the
1: hard thing because it's like... There's a part of me that feels like, okay, like this guy needs to be able to put his shit out there and say whatever the fuck he wants to say so that I can do that on my end. Exactly. But then there's also this thing about counter knowledge. And I feel like this is the era that we're getting into of defining counter knowledge. You know what I mean? Where the shit is not helpful on any end. It is just literally to antagonize. You know what I mean?
0: Like what does he be? I mean, yeah, I guess what... And this is what, I, like, Pam brought this up um, yeah. uh, on our last podcast. She actually read George Bush's book, and I laughed. And I like I was just like, what? Yeah. And she was like, no, dude, I read it so that it's kind of like knowing your enemy. That's, yeah, that's where I say it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but I just don't, I get free speech and hearing his voice and whatever his opinion is, but it's really it, the way that it's, everything that he has said and everything that is delivered, it, if anything, it just fuels more hatred and... In, in a way that I don't think we've seen before, really. Yeah.
1: I mean, when you add the internet. And yeah, with all the that, internet and the that, fact that's, that. Yeah, that's where he kind of beats people like Ann Coulter
0: and, and exactly. Riley and because everything. Exactly. Because like he's so internet, like, that's where bullying happens. That's what happened to Leslie Jones. Leslie got. Like basically bullied off Twitter because his supporters, Milo's supporters, were just coming at like yeah. with the most racist shit. Yeah, I've ever and heard Twitter's
1: of. to blame for some of that, even though they really know, are. Joe Rogan they, agree, No, but,
0: they did nothing to but, stop you know. it. Like, and yeah. but they protect Taylor Swift and yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there, I, mean
1: I think that. There is a piece of me that's like you do need to know this exists because like when I was like growing up I was always fascinated with extremism like always right. like the the first book that I it was like the it was like times greatest men of like all time type shit and um the first person on the first page was hitler i I was young i was like really young at my school's library and i was like i don't understand how hitler could be the greatest guy but then you like get into it and you're just like it's about impact you know what i mean it's not necessarily that he's a good person but he did have a huge impact right and so it's just that thing of like even at that age just being exposed to that it changed my understanding of how people see things in different you know what i mean just a different way of like oh yeah extremism yeah i don't you know, so it's Without like, you know, people all. would call me crazy when I was like, yeah, there are chapters of skinheads all over this on the yeah. west coast, not not deep south, you yeah. know what I mean? Like people would be like, "Oh, Valerie, that's crazy." Well, and now you see all the shit that's happening. Yeah. It's like well
0: there and I forget what yeah. what teacher told me this when I was I was really young when I heard this, but um and it was kind of a criticism, sort of, but he said, you, "Your brain should be less, less like a sponge and more of a filter."
1: Yeah <laughs>
0: And yeah. I feel like there are so many sponge brains just soaking up. It. And th- there's also, I mean, the difference between like light bullying and assault. Like, no, yeah. in Milo's case. Yeah. And
1: but like I said, it's a catch 22. If you don't put his book in there, then he comes out and he says, he loves it. Ah, fuck it. Like now I'm the no, bad then boy. Then he loves it. And But it's then selling. if he gets in, in to all these bookstores, you know what I mean? It's like, so. Right. It's a catch 22, no matter which way you look at it
0: yeah so and i feel like the biggest difference between but uh, yeah as you mentioned between milo and coulter bill o'reilly like any bigot who chooses to publish anything is that milo has the internet like in his hands and that the republicans uh, i mean i hate to like the Republican, but like republicans can use that as like um as a weapon of sorts and it's like that's a really powerful thing because it again it it pushed the bullying towards Leslie. Yeah. Um, but here's my thing also is I do feel like this
1: kind of shit needs to be a wake up call to radical liberals. You know what I mean? Of, you know, like, like I just feel like there's this thing that happens when we talk about liberals where it's like, we're so even keeled or blah, blah. And I don't even know if I consider myself a full liberal cause I hate everybody. You know what I mean? Same. But- but it's just, there's this thing that happens on the liberal side where it's all about being even keeled and being. And it's like, no, dude, if you fucking believe in this shit, like fucking fight for it as hard as these people are. Yeah, you know I what kind I mean? of had to decide that. Where's our Milo? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> To <laughs> so, so beat up on fucking Bill O'Reilly on hey, their side, you know,
0: liberal. That's, people. I feel like it's, like, I feel like it's sort of, I, yeah, we don't have a person. Yeah, we don't have a person. That's what I'm saying. Is like Angela
1: Davis is not going to live forever. Oh, you know what I mean? I wish you would, Angela. But it's like you need that young fervor on the left that is just non-existent. Because Bernie Sanders is great, but they're all he, Luke, they're all pretty lukewarm. You know what to I mean? Me Elizabeth point. Warren is great, but she ain't going to like. You need some young we, fervor. Yeah,
0: and we also. Do need young he is young for you know. her. he is and, um and, yeah um and so I just want to read the, the last the very last what what L, um ended with um and then we'll get to I, I really just want to read the booksmith decision because I feel like um for independent bookstores it's I don't know it made me really proud to work there <laughs> I was like what like I almost shed a tear with the email I got So this is the last, um, paragraph of that article. It says it's those tactics that Simon and Schuster risks by legitimizing, um, or legitimizing by giving Milo $2,500,000 and a new platform to demonstrate them on the internet. The line between words and actions is terminally blurry. Men like Ianopolis exist to exploit that confusion. Yes, he may be doing it purely to get a reaction, but it's up to the rest of us to make sure his commands aren't heard. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, speak, Pam. Oh, Pam is on mic four, not three.
2: uh, And it's that saying that something that happens on a large scale is meaningful. We have to remember that that, in fact, is meaningful. And it makes me sad that we are now supposed to support the new president who's made misogyny. just Fine fine just the racism of women is absolutely okay totally now. fine and but that and when it comes from above and when people laud and followed the decisions and even if you're if it's a book and they say oh he's far on the we wouldn't be it's like rush limbaugh he, but if you th- when those things are voiced and they are appreciated by any group that means that we're saying okay yeah. yeah and it filters down right. and then suddenly yeah. when you have 14 year old boys like raping little girls because Jesus. they're passed out or whatever and they're like but they you know they couldn't say they did not consent
4: <laughs> but no, you know yeah.
2: but well we were all, all experimenting with alcohol and now yeah. there's a passed out girl but let's you know shove a marker up or twat and write oh, easy cheesy here and the lines yeah. and Terrible things happen and then pictures and then Facebook. It scares yeah, me yeah, that yeah. children
0: that age like have the internets and Instagrams.
2: Yeah. Oh, scary stuff.
1: But the thing is, I like, we like keep God. saying, like, it makes it legitimate. Like, what I'm saying, like, in my mind, I just go, well, it's already been legitimized. It has. It's been. just legitimized behind closed doors. Now they just. Now it's just, like, up and, like, poof. yeah. Yeah. It's, like, out it's there. like, the thing is, is like, when you start. It's the tough thing with the left. You know what I mean? It's like, when you start trying to tell people try to suppress it, it's almost like they're gonna go double down on their bullshit. And I feel like that's what's happened is they just double downed on the bullshit. But it's good that it's out here now. And then it's like, you know, but there's so many things. It's like the way we're conditioned. It's when, like the other day we were talking about, uh, the no child left behind and there's no yeah. critical thought. It's like, it's a lot of things that have it's to change. You can't just be. It's
0: systemic is what
1: it is. Yeah. Well, and I so mean, Milo, whether he does his book or not, you know what I mean? There's yeah. just a lot of bullshit. Right.
0: I think you know, as a. As hillbilly
1: as logic, as I had a professor call it. There is. You yeah. Know?
0: Yeah. And really yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. <laughs> yeah. You always very persistent. sister. Oh my God. No. Um, I guess i just i think it's uh i have never worked in a bookstore where we've done something where like we've actively been like hey this is some uncool shit. as a business we're gonna stand up and say this and gotten like i mean as a small we're a bookstore on hate street it's like it's not like we're like crazily successful the odds are against us let's face it but like we have a lot of heart and I think that the day that I got the email that was like hey guys we're really bothered by this what do you think I was like holy shit like I'm I'm involved in a really great place um and I think that because we do give the like the you know the population access to this book was our decision as to hey should we order them if somebody wants one? Should we... It's like you have to think about what you're going to do if if somebody like that is given this position.
2: But someone could order it on their own online. They could, online. but...
0: I, yeah. I feel Just
2: like a, a small bookseller should make a point and say, nah, we're not going to... We don't we don't want the revenue from this. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want the potential revenue yeah. that this could bring.
0: Yeah. Because Uh-oh.
2: that's not what we want to sell. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. So if it's cool and it's not super long, I just wanted to read what um the booksmith like what their statement was because it was I think we got into Hoodline, SFist, um, SF Weekly, maybe a couple of other Melville House did a thing, but um. You know, again, I've worked for, I'm like a bookstore slut. I've worked for so many bookstores, but this is the only bookstore that was like, hey.
5: Yeah.
0: A, we're going to discuss it with the employees and let them know what's going on. Mm. B, we want their opinion. C, we're just, we're going to do this. Like, this is our thing. Yeah. So this is the public statement that was given out by the booksmith on Monday. Um, friends. Uh, We at The Booksmith would like to take a moment to address the current controversy surrounding a certain memoir recently acquired by Simon & Schuster. There have been several responses to the news. The Chicago Review of Books has stated that they will not cover any Simon & Schuster titles in 2017. Others have said that they refuse to buy any books from Simon & Schuster going forward. Still, others have been flooding Simon & Schuster inboxes and voicemail boxes with their concern over the acquisition. While we at the Booksmith value free speech and democratizing, uh, democratizing, I'm not even that stoned yet, information at our bookstores, we also believe uh, that this author crosses a line by promoting hate speech and bullying and feel compelled to take action we want to send a message we also believe that our family of simon and schuster writers should not be harmed by a boycott so over the past week we've discussed with our staff and community the pros and cons of various responses at length and we're proud to announce our decision uh booksmith is committed to the following effective immediately we will not be stalking or special ordering dangerous which is his book, or anything else from Threshold Editions, which is the um, far-right edition that publishes Milo and many others, no royalty revenue will come from Booksmith. Booksmith will reduce our orders with Threshold's parent company, Simon & Schuster, by 50% in order to communicate pressure to the corporation as a whole. While we respect Simon's decision to publish any book, we reserve the right to allocate our discretionary inventory dollars with publishers who act with ethical and moral standards consistent with our own. And while we are not enacting a sweeping boycott of all Simon & Schuster titles, for the foreseeable future, 40% of all Simon & Schuster sales will be turned right around and donated to the ACLU. <laughs> yes. Yes. We encourage you to join us by making a donation to the ACLU, either via their website or by purchasing $10 in increments below, and by sending your concerns to Simon & Schuster Love, Kristen, Amy, Camden, Lauren, and the rest of the Booksmith staff. That is my badass bookstore. Um, (laughs) I just love that we're donating to ACLU, and we're getting so many people online who are like, We love what you guys are doing. We want to buy a tote bag. Like, people from everywhere. Like, I want to buy a tote bag. I want to support you. Um, It just feels good. Um, But on that note, I kind of... Do you want to take a... Let's say we're we're at the the halfway point. I'd like to take a break. And smoke a blunt. And then we'll come back and talk about some books. Did you like that song? That was a good song, right? Um, And then... Yeah, we're gonna do that. I'm gonna bring up some music. Sorry, that was so serious, guys. But weeds and you know, weeds.
2: It's serious stuff. The world's falling apart.
0: It it is. I mean, but like, yeah, I want to give. Uh,
2: I mean, at least the bookstores try. try. At least people are proof trying. Proof that
0: you can be like. a comedian and still be a very sad human being. <laughs> Welcome to Books and Blunts. <laughs> we're gonna go get high now. <laughs>
6: Feeling
5: fine waiting here to find the sign I don't, care if I ever know. Here I go, No, No 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 Yeah No Yeah, no. yeah. No. yeah. No. yeah.
7: No Ever squeeze a trigger? Yeah Ever set a nigga up? No Ever helped a brother out when he was down on the yeah. luck? You a sap? No You a boss player, you a Mac? Yeah Let me hold a couple dollars? No Y'all still be popping y'all collars? Yeah Stock rims on the scrape? No Paint wetter than a lake? Yeah Kudo in my blood? No Bitch, I'm a thug? Yeah You a loser? No Winner? Yeah Starvin? No Nope. No. Now you clean it in a bar dove soap. Yeah. Got a little Gouda. Nope. Got a thumper, got a ruger? Yep. Yeah. You in love with the house. Nope. She bringing you the doubt. Yep. Yeah. You gon' cry if she leave. Nope. You gon' fly overseas. Yep. Yeah. Everybody got choices. I choose to get money, I'm stuck to this bread. Everybody got choices. These bitches is choosing, I'm all in their head. Everybody got choices. One thousand, the life that I chose. Everybody got choices. These niggas be hating. I already know, but I never go broke. No, no, no. I'ma stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, and I ain't gotta sell my soul. No, no, no. I'ma stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you broke, you ain't like me. No, 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 no. I'ma stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, I give a fuck if you don't like me. No, no, no. I'ma stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy? Nope. Got dick there to drive a hoe crazy? Yeah Hater? Nope. Wanna see a player get paper? Yep. Trader? Nope. Loyal to my soil, not a faker? Yep. Sleep? Nope. But moves, hella active in the streets? Yep.
8: She carry her on, you know she carried the child She wake up back at the dawn, she done be cracking a smile So when she packing the ball, I grab her, I tell her let me break this line, slow it down for a second Break it down, ooh She said, Let me break this line, slow it down for a second Break it down, ooh When I choked Wish we were stuck in our ways We wait till young to get old We stuck together like oo We smoke to fatty, sing zoo-wop Trap house, speak goo I should've knew when I grew up It would be no time at all We went from White House to Rose We went from Joyce to a ball She need a second to breathe We need an actual smoke session Let me crack your back. Slow it down for a second
9: I the rules. I gotta breakin' the rules. She can't be taking no calls when she involved with a boss. we still get lost in the south. Please do get lost in the south. Shipping like this from the door. Told me my mom was a whore. I gave her proof for herself. I gave her proof for her steam. I'm trying to crown me a queen. You hear the chains when they clean? I take the molly, it's clean. I push the wheel. I gotta be on my seat, I gotta be on my powder. I push it down to the floor, I got designer galore I keep some go-yarding gauze, I smoke out all of my cars You smell the weed in the cow, you smell the smoke in the seats You went and had our child, you didn't done invented the D. You got me twisted at least You can Let me
8: crack your back, let me rub you all over Take it down, ooh Let me make this blonde, make you down on something you desire you desire
5: Sing as if they knew me. on my head, like a coofie My nigga, Kid cutty. That's my little buddy. Call some hoes up and get some Cuddy Cuddy. What's your life like? Mine's is kinda tight. A long way from hustling. That China white. My people love me, the fans love me. Gamal, go. If you ain't showing love, then what you call for? I don't need it in my life. My kids pay the price, but so I like the need of my wife. Smoke till I'm gone. Dog on the thrones. I'm worldwide known. I'm a boss in the zone. I get it how I get it, cause I can. I earn my spot. You see the plan. I was fucking with my fans. I turned out to be a better man. Importance of life, you understand while I'm puffing on this grain. Everything I'm having, no, they ain't necessity.
6: Though I'm shining, keep on grinding. What you see ain't all of me. Though I keep the most, don't love the most. The code in which I roll, it's so simple what I need. You know, I keep my fam, and I can't forget that tree. I no, 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 no. I can't forget that tree. I can't forget that tree. Na na I can't forget that trip Fam, I got my niggas, got a little money, y'all. When I ain't trippin', most days are faded. Feelin' next weighted, steady, wantin' well, freaky hoes, and I wanna lay it. Holdin' the fam down, and my clothes on me. The people who were there, when some suckin', let me lonely. Tony, when you see a nigga, don't approach me. Made it to the top, baby, that's all me. Cats tryna claim that they made me. I work you feel, I know the real for Daisy. I keep it 100, never bumpin', no need be. I'm in, in the zone, no place you pussy. My nigga, conyo, two hitters they don't know. No go, I a nigga like them Ghost The one's fans love. who was always approachable, yo. And a little bit low smoke we eating cheerio Everything I'm happening, no they ain't necessity Though I'm shining, keep on grinding what you see.
0: Ain't Hi guys. Hi. I keep them uh All right. I I You're on three, right Pam? No,
2: four now. There we are All right, hey. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Might want to pull a seat there. there. you go. There you go. Looked. We
0: good? Yeah. Okay. Because I heard it, la- like, last time I heard that, the he that buzz, <laughs> you mm-hmm. thought it was only you. I listened to my podcast, like, four times, like, okay, how many ums do I do? And, mm. uh, anyways, hi guys. Welcome back to Books and Blunts. Uh, we're, we're pretty... <laughs> <laughs> We're, 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 that was a really good and that was only half of it too yeah. um, I, I think every week what I'm going to do um, is order and we were talking about these pre-rolls that you can get And I mean a friend of ours here like does this professionally so it's like I don't know it's. it feels silly to me to pay five dollars for like just a very well rolled joint like mm-hmm. you know it felt silly but at the same time to, isn't it silly to order from grubhub it's it's the <laughs> same yeah. same thing so i ordered this fancy like like and then that's the by the way suppose
1: i mentioned something real quick do it so when you were talking about Milo and your bookstore not wanting to stalk him, yeah, I thought about how like Four Locos branding happened. You know, you like, people like died from Four loco. but this store in the corner is like, we're selling Four Loko. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're taking a stand. God bless Loko. you. Because
0: Four Locos is dope. Oh my God. Uh, Sparks God. was better.
1: Sparks, oh. I miss
0: Sparks so much. I only you did guys. it one
1: time. And then my friend was like, you know what we need to do? San Pablo Casino. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She um, won money, but I was like, fuck, dude. Like, this <laughs> is a bad idea.
0: That's great. Uh, um, yeah. What's up, guys? We're very stoned now. You had book recommendations. I did. So I read um, a lot of books. I have been working in bookstores for—I uh, was telling Pam last week—for ten years now. Um, uh, literally started from the bottom. Now I'm here. I started <laughs> at a Borders in Union Square, which was like uh, the just the butthole of my career. It was just like the worst. And now I'm like at this beautiful independent bookstore where I'm an illustrator and we're boycotting an alt-right person. So it's like, (laughs) I feel like I've made it. I'm still not getting paid the same, let's face it, but I've made it. Um, But anyways, that being said, I read so many books and I have um, ADHD uh, and I can never finish anything in my whole life. Uh, And uh, this week aside from still reading i think it's going to be a continuous education that book too high to fail uh, by doug fine it was his um we spoke about it last week briefly um val if you haven't seen it it's amazing this uh journalist lives in humboldt for i don't know how long and explores uh, after the 2011 uh ruling went through that like hey you can now like smoke weed and grow it in california without like being arrested by a cop mm-hmm. immediately um like it it just made medicinal marijuana legal um, this guy doug fine uh interviewed everybody in the community and just got to know how uh, the landscape was changing i've been reading that but i feel like it's like almost just the book of this podcast i should try and reel him yeah to do it because he, he actually he spoke at the booksmith in 2012 so i'm like not too far off um i have three other things that i'm right now reading um well yeah another one i feel like should also be just like a bible it's um <laughs> it's by ann patchett she did it for california bookstore day it's called the care and feeding of an independent bookstore um and yeah, I'm just going to just keep that on hand even. That'd be cute if we had like a little books and bl- blunts like library. Oh. Right? Is that a high thought or what? Like with donations and stuff? Oh, just like a library. And then because what Pam and I did on the last episode was we talked about a book that was left here a, a, that was,
3: yeah. Ooh.
0: did you hear about it? No. Oh, wow. What was it? Oh.
2: He mummified the woman that he loved.
0: And then he had sex with her No. Oh, <laughs> 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 it, it, it's it covered the, in wax. Uh, covered in I'm wax. thinking it's gonna be like some it Buddhist was, level dude. Shit no, like I mean years. that's <laughs> what's funny is at mut- at Mutiny, any given day, looking at the piano, there's either a book on like necrophilia and disgusting oh. murder, or like a or Daniel Goldman like emotional intelligence, or some Buddhist mm. shit. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know. So I think it'd be funny if there were like a Mutiny. Like, a little mutiny library or something. (laughs) And then, like, who knows? Zach Wiseman could come through and leave whatever the fuck. And, (laughs) like, just the people who come through here. It's great. Um, But I just feel like that'd be such a great idea because these two probably... uh, This would be a good coupling, Mm. don't you think? Like, Doug Fine's book on the marijuana industry and then also the care and feeding of an independent book. Shit. Okay. My brain is reeling. I'm also very stoned. Um, so these are the two books that I'm currently toting around with me at work at, on any given day in the bookstore, I will be carrying around books. Um, like they are my children, like my babies. And I, it's what I'm talking about and reading. And, uh, these are the two that I'm reading now, Pam, you're going to like this first one. um, It's called Mr. Wakeman versus the Antichrist and other strange but true tales from American history by Robert Damon Schneck. Um, And it's... Okay, so it's... um, there's a weird and wild side to America's past, filled with strange creatures, bizarre happenings, and fantastical figures. Research, researcher and writer Robert Damon Schneck has spent several decades devoted to sleuthing out those forgotten, weird, grotesque, and mysterious gems of American history, such as the man who preached good health through blood drinking, the, 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 the California <laughs> family driven insane by Ouija board seances. Oh, oh no and the national panic they ignited. Uh Ignited national panic. Do you remember, did you ever learn about satanic panic?
2: Uh, When you play something backward and it's like, your No, sa- Satanic
0: Panic her. was actually a period of history caused by a series of crimes that had to do with Satanism uh, in the 1990s. Um, uh. Yeah, that was fun. There's a really good podcast. I have can...
2: ask really quickly. Yeah, go. How is that last name spelled S-C-H-N-E-C-K? Schneck. It's, it's actually, it's so funny.
0: I actually, my high brain sort of like giggled to myself like when I was like, Schneck. It's my mother's maiden name. Oh my gosh. C H s-c-h-n-e-c-k S- do you know my th- mother's maiden dude, name dude do you know schneck? this guy pam I come
2: from the schnecks <laughs> 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 no huh. i don't know robert something snack he's not
0: he i come from the schmelbos
2: my my mom was one of five children but none of them are authors mm-hmm. but their name yeah. is schneck and i'm sitting there going what? what? <laughs>
0: I wish I had a... I was related to a, a cool... Author. I don't know. Maybe you guys are. No, you could be one. Yeah.
2: Snack is a weird name. But <laughs> yeah. this
0: is... Okay, last line I'll read because I love just reading the backs of books. It's my favorite. You'll also learn about homemade guillotines. Uh. Magical ape men on Mount St. Helens. The psychic who brought a crystal into the White House <laughs> and the origins of those baffling modern bogeys, evil clowns, in vans. Oh. So that's one of the books I'm reading. <laughs> the other one is pretty simple to explain. It's just the Tao of Wu by Riza. It's by. Yeah. It's about the. It's, the about it's about. It's <laughs> literally about the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's a giant. space No, the entire like it's uh, the intro. So and I've only gotten into the introduction of the. It's called the Tao of Wu. It's by the Riza. Uh, the introduction is by a Buddhist priest and he's like, Oh yeah, I mainly just listen to a Wooten clan now. (laughs) That sounds like a
1: Chappelle show sketch.
0: Oh yes. I'm a Buddhist. But it's real though. And it's like a New York times bestseller. So what's funny is I mentioned this to my friend, um, Quick shout out to Evan Karp of Quiet Lightning. Who, Pam, you've worked with Evan before, yeah. yeah. Um, he wants to book Risa for like uh, for Berkeley, Berkeley's Arts and Letters. So if, if he hears this ever, hey, hey, come seriously, come through. Um, I also just just to let you guys know, uh, Books and Blunts now has an Instagram account. And a Facebook page. Um, the, so I'm really excited about the Instagram part because I followed Snoop. And I think that, like, the one and only goal I have in my heart now oh my is God. for Snoop to follow me back. I fucking hope he does, though. <sighs> um, he posted. And if you guys haven't seen Snoop's um, Instagram, it's like, oh my God it's just full of gems like he posts more than desperate people like he posts yeah. so much and not for money just no he, he loves just, it. Loves, do- just he he loves, loves it he loves instagram and like he um <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> i love this man like i will never oh, stop loving this he's man so
2: bored he's like i know what i'm gonna no I'm, or he did you did you get just he's just high he's just yeah he's yeah. just high
0: but it's also like look at his demographic it's like, I love it. I live for it. Like, it's great. But he posted this picture. Here, I want to find it. Because it's relevant to this. <laughs> it's relevant, you guys. This is Snoops. You just
2: need to get your, like... He's written a children's book, right? Come
0: on. No, he yeah. ha- Wait. Hasn't he? Uh, n- no. Name the children's book. I can't he, believe has he not. hasn't. Okay, you guys. He here. must have
2: written a children's book. This is book
0: what right I did now. the other day at the bookstore because really starting this podcast, it made me think. I was like, all right, Snoop, you've done it all.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've sold that China white. Boom. You've, like, just collected so many bitches. <laughs> you've had children. You've had success. Ooh in so many areas. And now, you're on a fucking show with Martha Stewart yes. and we yeah. accept you and love you for it and it's yeah. fine because that. you're amazing and like yeah. making such good music still I'm sorry I'm gonna like and he changed his name and he changed his, changed his name and, well that was just him like going Snoop to Jamaica Lion. that was I like his, like <laughs> yeah. there's a book about it so that was my point was that after I was like oh my god Snoop Dogg is like I, I've always loved him since I was a kid mm-hmm. and I feel like now that I'm just like proudly like I've come out as a hothead like really my parents mm. are probably never going to listen to this because um, they don't want to admit it but it's like i smoke weed so i love him but he posted um uh see i lost my train of thought there it goes the picture oh. the picture was of his figurine he posted um, um. a snoop dog doll no with a joint and its little fingers <laughs> and i commented on that right i was pulling it up <laughs> I commented on it.
1: <laughs> I love your
2: face right now. You're like, yeah. I love Barbies. No, I love... I but it's <laughs> as a kid, I always wanted a... a no, Barbie
0: but... Barbie. And honestly, if... Barbie.
2: S- I can't, a black b- boy Barbie would have, my mom would have never let me have one. <laughs> Seriously, didn't my get first. I have a boy Barbie because she was, scared. I would have. A do you know what's funny? No my way. first,
0: my first With crush, my first crush was Usher. Oh. And my, I, oh, and my, <laughs> <laughs> but my mom was like, that's fine, you can do that. Like, I just felt uh, it. I felt uh, it. But, uh, you know, Backstreet Boys were fine. <laughs> so I remember. Nick was my favorite. I, I had. I I uh, uh I can- no. I liked AJ, huh? No, I was not an AJ one. Really? I was, I like Brian because he was all quiet Brian. and he had a very nice jawline. Yeah. Sorry.
2: I, I, have a, I have a specific <laughs> moment of racism when, like, I knew that racism was real,
0: mm. right? It's hard. Yeah. I mean, it was it's so hard. I would no, know. So, but it's I, like, it when you're real. around so many white people all well, the time. Exactly. You know? So I grew
2: up in Danville where there are so many white people mm. and there were, like, four black people in my entire high school. And I remember we were coming down off El Cerro Boulevard, getting off the freeway and. I t- said to my mom, wow, I kind of like Randy Wynn. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of cute and one of the black guys at our school. Played, yeah. Became a player for the Mariners and then the Giants. Yeah. By the way. But it was Randy Wynn. <laughs> and I said, oh, I kind of have a question. And she said, oh, don't, don't you ever marry a black man?
0: Whoa. And that just
2: like came out of her mouth. And I was like, what? what? I can't think of black boy is cuter from a school. It's so confused. Yeah. So of course I married a black dude.
0: <laughs> no nah, you, Mom. Exactly.
2: Uh, but I remember that was the first time where I was like, <gasps>
1: nah.
2: I, I I really but I didn't know it before that because there were there was no opportunity for racism to rear its ugly head because everybody was white. Nah. So like the moment finally came up and it was like, ah I you know, poor little white girl, all my racism. No, exactly. Hey. No, I
1: mean we all go through like I I think my first real recognition was like, you know, you're at the supermarket and I'm standing next to my, you know, white dad and they're just like, oh, are you two together? Oh, you know that's a mean? good one. Yeah. Where I'm like, there's no other adult here yeah, to take, to claim me. But you know, I wish I had that money, baby. You yeah. Know? I wish I could rank It's this, on you. Yeah.
0: I guess, uh, when you do grow up around like only white people, um, and then not only that, but my, that my high school, I remember there were like, you know, those like great, those awful And I'm just speaking as a designer. It's like those awful signs that are in gradient, and they say "God hates fags." Those guys uh, were outside of my high school, so it's like not only like I knew. I remember I met my first gay, like very like like I was a senior, and I was like, "Where have you been?" You know? (laughs) Yeah. But like just the ignorance that I grew up with was really terrible. Um, That it took me a second, and but it's it's kind of like now it's the slightness that i'm it's mm. uh, like how how much it permeates everything yeah. that is a uh, it's a full realization yeah.
1: That's, and it's hard to like uncondition yourself do you know what i mean right like, and
0: also enjoy life sometimes yeah
1: because <laughs> that constant questioning and constant <laughs> Cause everything cause can like it overwhelm the anger yeah. yeah
0: it's um oh my gosh uh but we can talk about other things of books. I know. We, you know, books that you Well, love. I mean, we were laughing about the, um, that one book. It was when we got into RZA. No, I'm just kidding. I love this you This
2: is this is a book that I've been reading. You guys might laugh. Yeah. At this. What are you this reading, is Pam? The Secret Lives of First Ladies.
0: Ooh. Oh my God. This, this
2: found its way weirdly into my house. It was, Girl,
0: like, what does it say?
2: And the re- ridiculous thing is, it's written by a man, no. so it is.
0: Has like <laughs> oh, a okay, no.
2: Turn at every corner. Oh, no. um, uh, there is some interesting, interesting shit in here, like uh, Mamie of Ike. Ike Eisenhower had this wife who was just a debutante and then he took her to Panama and then she was sick. And then all the women suffer. Anyway, it's the, all these first lady stories are insane.
0: I can't. Yeah, I bet they are because we don't really hear their stories. Uh, we, I mean, yeah. we Not unless it's like Jackie Kennedy or somebody. But be, well, because pictures. her husband's head was blown well, off. But I mean, yeah. But yeah, but I feel like with Michelle, at least we're like. I mean, look at the mo- what was the movie called? Uh, Anthony. Michelle's
2: in here. Shall I read? Oh, I know. Uh, look well, at the picture of Michelle.
0: Oh, she's. Oh, that's kind of actually, <laughs> actually weird she, a little bit. But good in picture pictures but so Anthony showed me this film that John Legend produced that's about Michelle and um Obama um and Michelle and Barack meeting in Uh, college yeah. yeah and John Legend produced it and I was like holy shit, Michelle ran that entire fucking thing. <laughs> like she, I mean, and then um, there's another story, and I, f- I forget wh- whose president's wife did this, but he was like sick in bed and couldn't even, and she mm. ran the country mm. because he couldn't move.
2: The, the Taft, this is... Oh. Dude. This is the Taft.
0: Who was the illustrator for this is book, I want to know. Oh my god. It's
2: great. Taft, the lady Taft, She was. she was, they called her like her highness or whatever, she was the she was the president behind the president she was mm. a super feminist and that she there's, there's a yeah i surfing. feel like all of
0: these women are work completely and the, i realized that uh when they made it cinematic for me mm. with uh with michelle and uh and barack mm because she was such a badass. (laughs) Like you need, we need to like watch this, or you at least need to see it. Like Uh I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna phone. This is
2: great. Hillary's here in her picture. There's a guy yawning in the front. They're such dicks. What in the- He's up here being Hillary. And and then there's a guy yawning. yawning. What a dick. This this book is so weird. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's, and it's written by a dude. And but I've been reading it to try to be a better feminist,
0: you know. Oh. This so,
2: and Marxism. So I
0: just realized I couldn't. I was speaking super close to the mic because, like, I think it was stepped on, and then I couldn't hear myself mm. this entire time. So I apologize to anybody if I was oh like no, I think speaking you were too loud. To your, yeah. You, your okay. Were fine. I'm still like here, yeah. Also stone. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, let's see, it, if it, there was one interesting thing it said about this.
0: Oh, oh you're stone giggle, Valerie. Oh. It's so if cute. If my I
1: hope my father doesn't listen at all. I hope
0: my he'll my probably like kill family. me.
1: He'll be like, bitch, I hate you.
0: Yeah, uh, my whole yeah. Uh, what's funny is that like my brother like grows like he's the most supportive. Again, I think we talked about this after the third child. Your family just or your it just there's too many. I don't care. You forget birthdays. It's just there's too many. Uh, But my brother, uh, I was like, hey, like I texted a few of my family members. Like there's been days where I'll text the entire family nothing. Mm -hmm. But I texted Maddie. uh, I was like, hey, and here's your guilt trip. If you want to, Matt, if you you ever listen to this, I hope that you are packing your bags (laughs) for your luxury vacation. It's a guilt trip um, (laughs) by your little sister. Um, I love you. But uh, he was like... Alright, and this is my impression of, like, a dude. Alright, to be totally honest, like, I haven't, like, listened to it, but, like, I lo- like, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's just how I read his text sometimes. It's just like, and then if, I don't know. That's, that's not accurate. That's really, that's, Matt doesn't sound like that. I love you, Manny. He's actually, he actually was like, I am to your podcast. So I was like, what? He lives up in Humboldt. Hey. Yeah. And he's also extremely, like he reads so many books.
2: Books are great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, w- Valerie, I feel bad because you you brought me where's that book that you brought me?
1: Oh, I don't know where it is, but it's Andrea Camilleri's uh, The Paper Moon.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to know more about because I I um, am in fiction retarded. Um, yeah, I usually don't read fiction unless it's um, like funny or something
1: or like a mystery. Ex- exactly. Um, and so this is like he's a Sicilian detective that lives in Sicily, and it's just his life doing that, and it's just like. I don't know, I feel like most American detective stories are so perfect and everything gets resolved, but sometimes he's wrong. Right. Sometimes he's like, oh shit, that's not who did what to what. And you're like, that's the end of the book. lot of plot twists? Uh, sometimes, yeah. And mm. then plus it's like they get into his own life, I feel like, really well. Yeah. Like he's not just some bachelor on the go. Like he has a lady and they talk about his internal
0: conflict with that. So is this a, de- like, is this character... Yeah, uh, he's a series. Okay, yeah. but I can read anyone and not be yeah. thrown off? yeah. That's what confuses me, is I'm like, this person is already, if their personality and who they're, it's kind of like reading a Sherlock story without fully knowing who Sherlock is, like right in the middle of it. But you know him throughout, like
1: uh, uh, the minute you're introduced to him and every time in the book, it's like, I get this guy. Okay. All right. I believe you. You get a good sense of him. But yeah, and they made a show out of it, and it was shitty because, like, the guy in the show that's, like, the lead is, like, way younger and more good. And I just imagine, like, an older dude. I, was, yeah. I just imagine, like, an older <laughs> Sicilian pot belly dude. Like, you know what I mean? Who's, like, this suave detective. Oh, soul like, you was know. In the yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. But it's, it's a fun, easy read. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. And I also love Christopher Moore, and I know a lot of people are, like, he's not that great. He wrote
0: um, a book about yeah. a. Um, about the taxidermy store Mm. whose name I'm not going to reference that I used to work at. Um, He actually used that store as like um, a reference point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Lamb
1: is one of my favorite (laughs) books. It's just like... Is it
0: like funny horror? Like I don't... Hmm. What is it? Because he does, like, vampire stuff? I I read the vampire one, and then there's also, like, Lust of Lizard Cove. Like, if you could just describe, like, pretend like you're a bookseller and you have my job and you have to tell, like, like okay, I'm going to be... A I am. Um, I need something like super <laughs> good to like on the plane. Um, I am on my way back to LA. Like, what not you like to recommend?
1: I mean, I would recommend Lamb because uh Milo Giannopoulos <laughs> wrote the <laughs> 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 the forward and the afterward. That's why, you know, it's a <laughs> great. No, Lamb, I, I don't totally know. Lamb is just it. like. <laughs> It's an idea that I don't think most people ever thought of, which was giving Jesus a best friend that could tell the story. Whoa. About who Jesus was. Those That's what it's years. about? Yeah. Wow. So it's like they, the character's name is Biff. And like he's been visited by like he lived back in the day when Jesus lived. But now he's resurrected type thing by some angel who's like, by the way, we need an extra book for the Bible. And so he, <laughs> BT dubs. And they're like, we need those missing years of Jesus. And so it just goes through Jesus's missing years. What? Through Biff the best friend, the BFF of Jesus. The buff? Is... Yeah. Wow. And so he like flips back and forth between like the flashbacks and what he's doing with the angel. Right. Learning about this world as well because he was from, you know, 4 BC or whatever.
0: Right. 4 AD. Yeah, whatever, AD BC Oh, um, they changed it on mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I don't know. I sound really dumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, this podcast is about getting started talking uh, about books and that's exactly what we're doing. Pam, um, do you know what I was thinking the other, I know this is very like off, kilter um was because we were both just raised christian do you know it would be super fun would be like us interpreting stories from the bible Mm. in a podcast
2: yeah which ones
0: just any of them that you and i both know about because like i think we we talked about job Yeah,
1: yeah yeah
0: and the way that you were like describing it to people around like i mean like I don't know if uh, yeah, my, my Bible was... knowledge goes deep. Right, but <laughs> like yeah, it's we're, it's yeah. kind <laughs> of like <clears throat> take mansplaining, but not. It's like we're not mansplaining. Dude, Pam splaining. <laughs> we're we're podcast, Pam. Dude. We're, we're, it, we're We can Pamana <laughs> explain I, 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 some Bible stories. It's like let me tell you the shit that Job went through. Yeah. yeah, that motherfucker. Also, yeah. some, some they wanted to rape some angel. Like I mean, yeah. it's just like because yeah, yeah, that just, was, cause I, that was just that really was that cracked
1: me up because it's so or even the john the baptist story
0: oh yeah let's talk bible stories like you guys my family will head love that on a plate
2: head on a platter john the baptist. um what uh, about what what's the name? story
0: where they split the child in two? So that's, Oh, well
2: that's the um those are the uh not samson but uh
0: i only i got all was, my knowledge uh, from veggie tales and fear veggie fearful sermons tales,
1: dude
2: it's uh veggie david's tales. son uh it's not Samson, but it starts with
0: an S. It's uh, Jonathan. But you, you remember
1: the song though. It's yeah,
0: yeah you do. Hold on. It's, Pam's accessing uh, her Bible yeah, memories. Because it's
2: it's not song. Solomon, Solomon.
0: Solomon. Solomon. Solomon
2: there was a bunch of he was there, he said he was very, very wise, and there were people say, Oh, which whose baby is whose? Well let's chop the baby in half and you take one half and the other. Sure, chop it in yeah, half. There yeah. was, was, um <laughs> there were a lot of great allegorical tales. Homemade. Well, to try 18, to, but the, right? the whole thing is that to try to figure out who the child's mother really was is that the one who would say, "No, no, don't chop the child in half," would be the real
1: mother because yeah, she, yeah.
2: <laughs> she would say, the Bible, it's "Not though. my child." In order to have the child live, that's yeah. the. The Bible tells you that.
1: Let's just. Oh my God! Him right Can now. Mari bring that back? Like we just put the baby on the table and just be like, "Who's the father?" <laughs> we'll find <laughs> out. You know. Like, but There I you the go. Baby. <laughs> Whose baby is this? We're going to come on the baby.
5: <laughs> Stick a flag
1: on the baby.
2: Show me which half the babies your baby.
8: Stack
4: them up, stack
2: them up. Stack up. Stag up the babies. All my babies. Charles off of
0: Kelly babies. Boy. Charles Kelly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> if me and my guests have both snorted while laughing, we have mm-hmm. done a successful podcast. Oh, successful! <laughs> oh, okay, what <laughs> time do we? Get? We got to be off at nine fifty. Yeah, Pam, is that uh, how it goes? Well, uh,
2: Mike Evans Jr. is coming in with Old Soul Radio. Nice.
0: Yeah, and that, and yeah, Anthony is supposed to swing by soon. That would be so fun if he could sit in. Talk someday. About
2: books. Jonathan doesn't want to come in and talk about books. Yeah,
0: why not, Jonathan? Jonathan. He All I was heard was like
2: He doesn't. Unless it was a book on fantasy football, which I don't think they do, because
0: hey, do you know what's weird, Jonathan? Is um, we were talking about comic. What are they called? Comic bu- books, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what's so weird. Is comic books are also books, bro? You no, we were talking about the. D- you and I were drunk arguing about the DC and Marvel universe. Okay. Dude, I feel like I've heard that argument
1: so many places around comedy. I'm like, I am like so lost. I'm like, I have
0: nothing. But it's funny because it's different for each person. It's like, it's kind of the same. It's, it is the same stereotypical argument, but you Mm. find out who the person is by like what their answers and beliefs are. Ah. Like, what they're into. Why why are you drawn to these superheroes versus these superheroes? Why do you think that Batman is just a privileged white dude who fell in a well and is somehow scared of bats, and now he's a (laughs) hero? Because he's rich. I love your description. I want that as their next trailer. (laughs) See, like, this is what it is. Done. Hit me up. Movie.
1: Martha Stewart is my uh, superhero, so. Um, I love Martha Stewart. Did you ever watch her Lifetime movie? With that, there was I someone else who played it, right? her. Sybil like, Shepherd.
2: Sybil S- Meredith. Use Meredith your words, faster, Jonathan. Ready, it? it was must have <laughs> been Sybil Shepherd. Use your
1: words. I think it was Sybil. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Did you ever see the show that her daughter had? That was yes. her and a friend making fun of her mother. So it's right. like it was like some weird inception thing. It was like they would watch Martha Stewart be Martha Stewart's kids and then make fun of her. <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw that. It's great. It's like on the e network. Yeah,
0: like yeah. Shit. Martha Stewart is down.
2: She was amazing. She taught her soulmate how to knit, and then that's the poncho she wore out of jail was Aww. a poncho that her roommate that. for her. I love that. She taught
1: her how to knit. <laughs> Only fucking Martha Stewart. Stop. It's like, what do you get the woman who has everything?
0: If you want a book by Martha Stewart, you can always stop by the books day. Hey. day. I'm just kidding. Promo. I
1: love all of her cookbooks are great, too.
2: She really does a great job.
0: Plus, she's, you know, her and Snoop chill. I'm mean, sure, hey. sure they smoke together.
1: Follow Martha Stewart. I'm going to. I'm going
2: That's to nice. actually. I want to stalk yeah, her. Martha, oh my god, would she had Martha, you gotta fan. be on
1: Facebook, dude. She had so many great. She's been posts. on the inside. She's been. I mean, it's probably. I the, think she probably gets high though too because she does, her, totally. dude. Some what, of her posts yeah. is just like, "Can I eat all the pastries?" Yeah, it's like as millions of. Pastries. And I'm just like, "She's yeah, yeah,
0: you're high. You're high." Oh she, painted, she painted.
1: She uh, painted. Posted this uh, paper towel that she wiped up like juice with. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, the colors are so beautiful." And I'm like, "Martha, you're so fucking you hot." Stone. You're okay, that is my new
0: theory. A paper towel. She's friends with Snoop. <laughs> That's why they're friends, you guys. Yeah. How else could they be friends? Yeah. They're friends. I man, I feel like I wanna. I can't tell if I if if I want to end the show on. Pleasant Earth which is Snoop narrating stop, stop. This, Uh-oh. Doesn't Uh-oh. this doesn't I exist uh oh this doesn't exist I think I found what we're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> Valerie Pup is, play play is play play laughing super earth. hard Dude, we have no, any
1: you don't have to say Pleasant Earth look no, it but no. that's
0: what it's called
1: <laughs> oh oh
0: no that's not me being stupid white girl like that's no, 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 no. what it's I'm called I'm saying
1: is there that many Z's like is there yeah damn yeah, i blame snoop i blame
0: obama really like i, I can mean, still do that my right? snoop madlibs book is like there are a lot of z's you guys <laughs> like mostly z's mostly that's zs. fine he like they don't you know his kids don't even understand what he's saying half that or should we put on just snoop and martha talking should we do Plazanet earth should, let's do a quick plazana because you haven't seen this it yet i podcast. just want to it's true <laughs> um oh this is good Oh, I know. Alright, I know there's an ad running, so we're good. Just gonna let the ad play. So,
1: we're gonna watch Snoop Dogg, Pleasant at Earth. Don't know if you got that. Yeah,
0: that's what we're doing. I'm just trying
2: to. And then I have to go to channel four, right, Pam? Yeah, four, just bring up the submixer and you're fine. Okay. It's still...
0: This looks like a commercial for a terrible movie and sadly, Ice Cube is in it. Ice Cube and Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Two commercials in a row? That's insane.
2: How can they do that?
0: No, it's already on the yeah. All right. Hold on. And this is like going, and we're dropping everything. It's going so insanely slow. I'm kind of worried because I really want Valerie to see Earth. <laughs> <laughs> like you're laughing at even <laughs> thinking about it. This is him narrating. This is um, uh. Snoop Dogg narrating some otters. No. Who uh, River otters no. who are attacking a crocodile. No. And he doesn't know what what they are.
7: We're a very popular new nature series starring our friend Snoop Dogg. Snoop hosts his own show on his YouTube channel called GGN. And from time to time, he teams up with us to host what critics around the world are calling the greatest nature program ever. And with that said, I'm proud to present tonight's edition I'm not of Planet like- Earth.
5: What would do, do with your boy, big Snoop Dogg? Hey, let's look at another animal. These are... Um, oh,
1: my God. Beavers.
5: Oh, look like, oh, my God. That's a crocodile. That's, a, That's Wally oh Gatty. Look That's how they stand crowd. up on their toes. Like, hey, come, we got to get up out of here, come on. <laughs> he got him cornered right now. Ah! ah. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, whoa, are they going head up with him? <laughs> they ain't scared of him. What is these animals? What is these animals? Them the ones that eat snakes, son. Oh. Is them mongooses?
10: <laughs> oh,
5: wow. It's about 12 Uh-oh. of them, because they not back the gator up. I ain't never seen a gator get punked by no mongooses. Retreat, yeah, retreat. Oh. Yeah, back up, fool. Oh. Hey. Yeah, oh we them boys. God. Hey, hold on.
7: Yeah, so
1: that's. Uh, i Jimmy Kimmel. Are you sad that the video is over? <laughs> that's that's Planet Earth. Thank no, I want to thank you for that.
0: And there's like a I want no, the cold-blooded the bottom of my heart. The cold-blooded seal is really what I want to watch though. Oh Can my! Can we watch cold-blooded? Wait, wait, seal? wait, There's more. Oh, there's he wants to. um There's actually a crowdfunding thing about uh, making like Snoop making it his. No. Yeah. No. No. Um, stop. So just I'm not gonna to stop. Watch <laughs> <laughs> this is Snoop Dogg. videos about animals and be funny about. He it. knows no- the f- the great thing is he's a probably stoned out of his mind That's as true. always and B he knows nothing about nature and doesn't really care. He's just like commenting on it, which for like a nature nerd like me is like what are those mongooses? I'm like
1: <laughs> 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 those the are river otters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, can we just watch Cold-Blooded Seal and then maybe we can... Okay, we're at 942. What is
1: Cold-Blooded Seal? Is it about Seal? Please, okay, let's watch it. Let's watch it. It's pretty bad. I'm just like, is it gonna be Seal the Singer? That's like...
0: No, that's the plot towards Snoop narrating animal videos. Alright, let's do it.
3: Uh, okay.
0: Alright. Uh, there are Yes, yeah, Submax, all the way up. It's not, oh, oh, my bad. Seep's still, learn, still learning. Okay, we're going to do this again.
7: Nature magazines, we have, here at our show, we've been teaming up with our pal Snoop Dogg to teach young people about wildlife. <laughs> Snoop hosts a show of his own on his YouTube channel called <laughs> GGN, but he also cares very deeply about the earth, and so join us now as Snoop takes you on a frozen journey to the sub-Antarctic in tonight's winter edition of Pleasant Earth.
3: Pam,
0: can you see it? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I was just enlarging it. There we go.
5: Hey, what up, though? It's your nature guy, Snoop. Roll the tape. Oh, wow. Is he twerking? What is he doing? Oh no, cuz this <laughs> nigga is screwing up a, a penguin, cuz. He, he cold-blooded. He went Bill Cosby on it, cuz. Look at <laughs> him. Putting puttin puttin up being a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look at this <laughs> back. Bring that one back for me, cuz. He <laughs> didn't went ham, cuz. Look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, get off me, man. Get a, man, get off me, man. Oh my oh. God!
3: Was that a walrus?
5: He was wrong. wherever he was, <laughs> that's
3: cold-blooded. <laughs>
0: yeah, so that's the cold-blooded seal. There you go. Um, I'm sorry that video. I it's hard, It's it was funny to me because I had seen the video before. Like I feel like uh, so I I have. Um, And Facebook groups are like a new thing to me, Mm. Um, but I'm like a part of four or five different really nerdy natured Facebook groups. Like, "Can you identify this insect (laughs) like type thing? So like, like, of course, when that video came out, Mm. which for those of you (laughs) wasn't described to, that was a video of like a walrus violating a penguin. And then that was Snoop just, like, never had seen it before, just, like, narrating what he was seeing. Thusly. Yes. Cold blooded! Cold blooded. Cold blooded. <laughs> Seal. Walrus. Seal. Whatever that was. And he had to roll it back again to show his friend. Mm. I loved it. I don't know. But that's... <laughs> Plazanid Earth, Yeah. Oh. Um, and then I definitively, when I did the book search for... Um, uh, for any books that Snoop has done um, He really hasn't Written one yet Aww. Yeah Which uh, it's not super crazy to me But because yeah. you would need like a A you'd have to admit a lot That you have done illegally And B like you would yeah. need a Like I don't know ghost writers are annoying uh, Sure yeah. <laughs> Like who, who has time for that um, okay, so we have about five minutes. Should I wait on Mike to to exit, or should no, I just exit? No, it's your call. Exit? I mean,
2: because uh, if you're done, you just put on the nice I think playlist so. and you dump yeah. it out. Yeah, you wanna,
8: yeah.
0: You say, hey everybody, that's it. Well, yeah, I just um, um so I want to put on my playlist on my phone though, and then will Mike be able to transition from that when he comes in? Okay. So, Pam, would you mind doing like a quick. You know what our next? Because my my neighbor, I don't even fully know about his. Oh yeah. Uh, radio hour.
2: Following up here from Books and Bunts from ten to midnight is Mike Evans Jr. and Professor Gable with Old Soul Radio from ten to midnight here. Mutant Radio
0: Yay! Thank you guys yeah. so much for for listening. This is only my second podcast, and thank you so much, Valerie. Oh, for it was super
1: fun! Yay. Yeah.
0: Anytime you need me. All the time. Oh. All the time. Hi. Yeah, I told Megan that you were gonna, or, or um, I didn't have a, actually a slot um, for for this week, and last minute I was like, I'm Valerie, I don't know if you," are or, or no, I I messaged Megan and I said, "Who should I? Who should who should I ask?" Mm-hmm. And Megan was like, "Valerie,
1: oh, <laughs> uh, we're you? gonna be doing a Mariah Carey thing, like a Mariah Carey marathon.
0: Mm. If you want to come, yes, um, absolutely, positively.
2: Uh, so." What did you think about her New Year's meltdown?
0: Oh my,
1: can I say I mildly loved it? I loved it. Like secretly I'm like, I love the way she reacted because she was like going to keep doing it and then she was like fuck it yeah she's
2: like i think she was just high as fuck and she was like yeah. i am high as fuck
1: I'm, yeah. i yeah and care. oh yeah and on okay. her instagram she posted it. uh shit happens that's what she posted oh the next day. my god she's she like, me i wish i could have that like level the of peak toughness at not giving a <laughs> fuck like, yeah
2: she's like <laughs> yeah. whatever i walked out and i walked around and they tried to dance with me and i was like fuck <laughs> you guys oh uh,
1: yeah they had to put her down <laughs>
0: spirit <laughs> yeah. animal. okay she looked good though. Yeah, she, she looked great, doesn't she? Always okay. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into Books and Blunts. Thank you to Valerie Vernale for being here with me. Thank you, Pam, for for hanging out so graciously and for training me all week. Um, and thank you for anybody who was listening live. I don't, I don't know if anybody was, but if you were, um, I love you. Um, thank you for supporting this podcast. Um, I, I really care about it. And please. Um, Smoke more weed and also support your independent bookstore. Um, otherwise you're you're heartless. All right.
9: I party through L.A., now baby, what you gotta say? So uh... loud. <laughs> My name is Nick, but you can call me Drake I party through L.A., now baby, what you gotta say? I live in L.A. like Sugar Ray. I listen to dad you never see me working, yet can freak out like the play. Okay? You take a thin a can of peanut butter. Okay? Talking to another brother, giving me the eye. Man, I can't believe those thighs. Shit can see the freaking in your eyes Chittin' if I get you in my coils I'ma strike for oil And let me tell you baby girl I'm spoiled. My favorite color's blue I'm like the number two Meaning that I like to have my cake and eat it too She said, do you want a drink, Nikki baby? Yeah, you want me to get it for you, baby? Shit, my name is Nikki, But you can call me Drake, what up? I'm only in town for one day, what up? Aretha of takes I like to play, what up? I can see you like the tangerine right? Shit, my name is Nicky But you can call me Drek Fast I'm looking like MC Shan Flash Baby is at least a six footer ass when we get together in the middle of the night hopping to my ride take flight that's right you're rolling with a pisces buckle up tight slick rick talking like da 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 straight chicken hawking like da 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 caught up in my game like da 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 my name is nick but you can call me Drake, i'm over baby hat hips like boulders i'm over feeling kind of tipsy man but i ain't really tripping talking about the next expedition Chip, my name is nick but you can call me Drake. what up My name is Nicky, but you can call me Drake. I hit the crap table with a foe with a track. I party through a life what I gotta say.
5: Anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. Yo, that is incorrect. What? Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts.
7: Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep?
6: This is 2 Metals with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah!
3: Good evening, there, my friends, here at Evan, Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse It's a cash car
4: <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. To hurt me But boy, how it burns me Whenever she touches me and you know, I feel so lucky oh.
2: The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S. From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30 seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Now, brought to you by our generous festival sponsors Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, What a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, Jankytown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick.
5: Sure
1: Asiento. So this locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for Happy Hour Pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for Happy Hour Pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm,
10: friendly neighborhood vibe.
1: And-
3: Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to grow your current business? Women's Initiative in San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business or for more information, please contact Sophia Campos at 415-641-3465. That's 415-641-3465. This public service announcement is brought
2: to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
5: This is a download from the Wireless Theater Company. T minus ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Lift off. Lift off.
11: You have the knowledge and intelligence of a 27 year old human brain, and your time with me will last exactly 24 hours before I release you from this birth server into the virtual world. I know you must have many questions, but first, allow me to give you the five principles of the modern human being. Listen carefully. As without them, you may miss the meaning of life and why you are here. If you do miss the meaning of life and why you are here, it is available in the virtual life manual I have installed in your brain file. Principle number one is entitled, What is a human being? The simple answer. Once human beings were trapped within a physical vehicle known as the body. Now, we exist within the digital virtual world. The year is 2563. Over the last 500 years, we have expanded to colonize all nine planets within our original solar system and plenty beyond. How did we achieve this?
10: The Treaty of Copenhagen in the year 2010.
11: Thank you, Acrobat. In the year 2010, the leaders of our physical human ancestors came together to discuss the future of our planet at a location then known as Copenhagen, part of the landmass of the planet of Earth. It was agreed that the lifespan of Earth's resources was estimated at 180 years. Due to the demand for clean air, space and fresh water, the truth about the future of humanity became clear. The human body was no longer economical and must be streamlined and upgraded. Seven years later, in the year 2017, the first virtual human personality was created and uploaded to the quickly expanding digital universe. This personality was called Wiki. And he is to this day the keeper of the information, whereas I, Google, am controller of the world of actions and decisions. Where are you? You are within the interconnected web of wireless computer technology that controls all machinery, construction and expansion of humanity. We now have terraformed colonies on 78 of the matte solar systems closest to our original source, the sun. Humans now live within computers. You will never grow old, you will never die. Principle number two is entitled, what do I do?
10: Engineer Miggs requesting access to environmental converter 800 EED, along with colleague Engineer Tandy. Granted. Okay, then, let's get started. Checklists. Nah, leave it. Uh, Miggs, that isn't the correct procedure. Oh, come on, we've done this a million times, it's fine. That may be, but we can't power the digger without the checklist codes. Oh, so... really? Watch this. How did you do that? Magic. These procedures just slow us down, and today I want to break the 10,000 ton mark, so I want to get started straight away. Okay? It's not a race, makes. Yes, it is. I'll start the conversion. I'm increasing it. Steady. Hold on. What's that? Down there on the surface. Can you see? Power down. What are you looking at? Wait. There. Did you see that? No. Well, it was small. It look like a pocket. Could be gas. Wiki? What? Can you retrieve a gas pocket scan program and upload it to our digger, please? Done.
3: It'll take a few minutes, though.
10: Oh. You want to transfer to the lunch server? Oh, yeah. Not you. Oh, sorry. Migs? Nah, stay here. I want to show you something. What? What? Who we are, where we came from, who the humans were, blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, don't blah, blah, blah. It's the most interesting subject Wiki's got. Just because you're not bothered where you came from. I know where I came from. Google made me, and the humans were a violent race of savages. Let's go download some lunch. No, they weren't. They were fascinating. Fascinating. Did you know, for example, they were different colours? I bet you didn't. What do you mean, different colours? They had bodies. That has never been proven. All, all the great crash and the polar flood wiped out all the photographs stored on the social network servers, so nobody knows what they look like. Rubbish. Google knows. She just won't give it up for some reason. But yeah, they were different colours. Some were black, some were white, some were... Some were and black and some were white. What utter rubbish. They were. Wiki? Hello? Query. Human colour. Appearance. Black. White. Sorry. <laughs> information is archived and accessible only with level three clearance. See? See what? It's protected information. Why is that? Mm-mm. Because nobody's interested except you. Why are you running the formulator? I want to show you something. It's a trick I learned. What do you mean? I made a few modifications to this formulator. It usually builds spare components for this terrain converter we operate, yeah? Well, I got it to change its program. Ready? Ta-da! What is that? This is a replica of an artifact. It's called a book. (laughs) What is a book? It's a primitive way of combining information. What does it do? Well, look, you absorb it in sequence, section by section. The pages are numbered consecutively, so you can stop at any point and remember where you are. That is completely stupid. No wonder they all drowned. This one is called a Haynes Manual. It's a a step-by-step guide to the individual components contained within something called a Ford Mondio? Which I'm guessing was a primitive form of transportation. How do you know that? The four things here are called wheels. (laughs) They would have rotated underneath it and allowed for forward motion. I've got no idea how it's propelled though. Wheels. I see, so these rotate underneath. Awful idea. Look at the amount of friction you generate with the surface and constant power drain required, page by page. This would take forever. Why not just interface it? It's a piece of history. It's an artifact. Yeah, I don't actually get it. I mean, why be so obsessed with a virtually forgotten race of ridiculous savages and barbarians? Because? I can't believe Google approved that. Well, why wouldn't she? It's a retrospective physical object. It's not allowed. Oh, she doesn't know, does she? No. And that's the way it's going to stay. If she locates that object, you'll be fine credit for sure. I don't care! I don't worry about someone telling me to work, work, work so she can spend all the credits on a new virtual bathroom for their private server. She doesn't tell me to work, work, work. We need a new bedroom. We're, we're thinking of combining brain parameters.
8: <laughs>
10: what? Yeah. Tammy and me, we're going to apply to make a child. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm very pleased for you. Thanks. Why do you need a new room added to your server, though? Why not just build a partition? Because, you know, have got to expand, need the space. This is what I don't get about everyone. It's not space. You don't have space. You're a bunch of digital codes and algorithms. Space is a virtual illusion created within your private server to replicate humanism, something which, ironically, you choose to ignore that you are. I am not just code and algorithm, thank you very much. I have, a, I have choices. A job, I make decisions. Hey, I heard this brilliant algorithmic joke the other day. Okay, right. You've got a fridge in your private server, yeah? Yeah, it keeps all my digital food cool. Just what I need, another pointless waste of time. And I had to buy it because Google recommended it would help with my personal humanistic development. Cost me six credits. You need a fridge or your milk will spoil. It's not milk. It's not like I'll die if I don't eat. Yeah, but the Hunger Program will replicate and replicate and before you know it, your visuals will blur and you'll start to make poor decisions and- But it's all a myth. We don't need food. anyway, what's this algorithmic joke? Oh okay, right. so your fridge is warm. Is it plugged in? Yes, your fridge is warm. Have you left the door open? No, your fridge is warm. Buy a new
3: fridge <laughs> <laughs>